Hey guys, welcome to the 13th podcast of 13 blog. Uh, today we'll be talking about whether or not you should be taking those AP courses in high school. And this is mostly for people that are in high school right now. Uh, and for people that just want to listen and reflect back on what AP courses they took and see if you, they did similar things in college and had the same effects. So yeah, um, if you head over to mybiologyexperience.com, you can subscribe to the website and you'll get updates every Tuesday and Thursday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and when these new blog posts are come out. So you could be the first one to, to read them. Uh, these podcasts usually take uh, a few days uh, or up to a week for me to, to record and for them to come out. Um, so you get a, a little week head start and get to, uh, some early access to this information and stuff like that. So high school is a challenge is challenging for many different reasons. It is a time where you start to become your own person. You begin to grow passions, relationships, experience, and make mistakes. With all this life drama and decision-making throughout high school, you have classes mixed in. Typically, for the first couple of years, everyone takes extremely similar courses. They range from algebra and physics to U.S. history and English. Around your second or third year, students begin to have the option of taking AP courses. If you are unfamiliar with AP courses, they are classes that offer a college-level learning experience with examinations and curriculum. AP stands for Advanced Placement, and these classes are organized by the College Board. These classes are of high interest through their ability to provide credits, college credits, and it looks better when applying to school. But are AP classes really worth it? Here are the secrets that you're not told when taking AP courses and what I've learned after being accepted to college. Credits for college. One of the biggest appeals about taking AP courses is its possibility to earn college credits. There is a reason why I say possibility. After going through the year-long rigor of taking the class and passing all examinations, you have to pass a final exam creating by, created by the college board. This exam is scored at a five, and oftentimes to earn college credits, you have to score a four or five, and sometimes maybe a three based on the college. If you complete all of that work and get, a, get to a four or five exam, you have to go through the process of assuring that your college will be, you will be attending will accept the credits. If they do, they often don't transfer as the exact class you took and often show up as electives within the field of study. For example, if you took AP Biology, your college might transfer that class in and only give you credits. Often the college does not feel that the AP examination is of, uh, is of equal equivalence to their college course, and in my opinion, they are correct. My college-level biology and chemistry courses had more rigor, and I retained more information than any AP class I took in high school. I am extremely glad that these classes did not replace my college classes either, because without the curriculum of general biology and chemistry one, I would not. I would have done extremely poor in higher level classes and made a lot more work for myself. How to decide which APs to take? Taking an AP course is a huge decision. It costs money and a lot of effort. Often, a school will encourage you to take more APs than you should. This is because they want to. They want the school to rank higher. School ranks often take into account how many students are taking AP examinations. So if you feel like you're being pressured to take these courses, step away and think about the pros and cons for yourself first. When picking a class, it is extremely important to talk to your advisor, mentor, or family first. You first don't want to overload your work. 
I recommend having the uh, an amount that you feel you can learn all the information accurately instead of cramming multiple classes just to pass a final exam. Cramming and studying to memorize and forget is not the point of AP classes. The main goal should be to just earn college credits. Shouldn't be to just earn college credits. It should be getting a head start on your college education. Getting credits is just a bonus. The number of AP classes will range based on each person, but it's okay to take none or even five. When picking courses, it is also in your best interest to have, have each class be in a different field of study. I say this for a multitude of different reasons. The first is to spread your horizons. You are still in high school and you have not experienced everything. Taking the opportunity to look into interesting topics and courses that are outside of what you're majoring in is important. The second reason you should take diverse classes is because of the credit situation. As I said before, often AP credits do not transfer in a place to college course. Instead, they act as an elective. These electives can still have tremendous benefits. A perfect example is when I took macroeconomics. This class was considered difficult and it had nothing to do with my current major in biology. I am still glad I took it, however, because I was able to transfer this class in and it took care of a liberal arts requirement I, was, I would have to take. Doing this minimized the number of classes I took outside of my major and allowed me to focus on my major courses even more. What is better than APs? There is one class that you can take in high school that is better than APs, and that is classes sponsored by actual colleges. For example, instead of taking AP Spanish, I took college Spanish courses through a local college, Adelphi. I was able to take Spanish 101 and 102. These classes not only taught me a lot by transfer, uh, but transferred directly into my college as Spanish 101 and 102 because it was an actual college course I took. I did the same thing with Calculus 1. I took Calculus through Syracuse University and managed to transfer all my credits to my current college. These courses are a lot harder to find, but I highly recommend taking them if you have the chance. So when I was in high school taking APs at especially my high school were a thing that every single person did. I don't think you left that school without taking AP and that was partially because of the school district. Living on Long Island, Nassau County, uh, I went to a really uh, high-ranked school, a uh, public school, and they were always trying to outcompete other schools. So what happened is that you would go uh, the previous year to talk about your schedule for the following year, and you would go and you'd talk about what you're planning on doing for college, you'd start picking your electives, and things that kind of narrow down uh, your search and your ideas of what you want to do in life. And one of the things that they would come up with is, that, is to push APs onto you. And this is because uh, APs are things that help the school's rank increase. And with ranking increase, there is an increase in, uh, I believe there's an increase in budget. There's an increase in just interest in the school in general. So that is something very positive for school. That is something that they want. People that work at school get uh, paid better. They have better resumes. Everyone on the board wants that. So they're going to push that hard. So when I went to go make my schedule, I started talking about it and immediately brought up APs. Are you interested in taking any APs this year? And my response was, ah, I really don't know. Um, <laughs> that's the reason why I'm here for you. Should I take an AP? And when I said that, they're like, yeah, yeah, the APs aren't bad. I think you'll I'll do well in it. And they, they were always positive with 
you know, supportive, which is always a good thing. But also, I hope they're not pushing it on to people that, you know, they don't think would do well, but yet they just want them to take the class because there's another person in their class. So I hope that they weren't doing that. Um, but I took APs. Uh, did I take any junior year? Let me think back. It's been some time. I don't believe I took any junior year uh, for the pure fact that I just wasn't interested. I think the one that I was almost took was AP Lit and Lang, um, which I've, I wish I did take because I ended up taking English Honors instead. And the English Honors class ended up just being harder than the AP Lit class and AP Lang class because I just had to do more work anyway. So that's kind of something I regret. <laughs> you know, I feel like it would have benefited a little more too. Uh, and then again, with the transfer into credits and stuff like that, that could have benefited me in college a little more. But uh, I didn't take any in junior year. The other option I had was AP Push, which is uh, a push, which is just AP History, U.S. History. And I hate history. If you know me, I oh, I'm just not interested in like the whole just memorizing facts and dates and stuff like that. I'm more interested in like mechanical mechanisms and, and understanding why something works and that's going on currently. I didn't really understand the whole, like I, I was interested in some topics, but learning about like ancient Greece and stuff like that bored the hell out of me. I sat there in class and I was just like, get me out of here. I, w I was hating every moment of my life in that class. Not, but there were some days I liked that. I liked World War One, World War Two. Those were good times. Anything past that was fun. Um, but yeah, uh, my first AP class I took was in senior year of high school, which was kind of late for some people, uh, in my high school. Most people started taking them in, uh, junior or sophomore year. So I took, uh, AP, uh, AP government and politics. I took AP macroeconomics. And I believe those were the two only APs that I took, at least that I can remember. But I ended up taking um, a college-sponsored course by Adelphi University. They did uh, Spanish 101 and Spanish 102 um, through our school. But they also did uh, calculus at our school, uh, Calc 1 through Syracuse, uh, excuse me. So I took those. And so I had an even um, slate with college-sponsored classes and AP classes. And let me tell you, excuse me. There is a huge difference between the two, a huge, huge difference between the two. For the first part, I'll talk about AP classes. When you show up to an AP class, there is a curriculum that is there set in stone that you need to learn this, 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 and that. And I'm not saying that it's like that for the college sponsored courses. We'll get into that in a minute. But these AP courses, you need to learn this like that. You need to just know it. Otherwise, you are said that you're not going to pass a class, you're not going to get the AP credits, you're not going to uh, do well in the final exam. So you're working out and you're just preparing for the AP test all year. Anything you're doing is in order to do well in the AP exam. And they'll move at a pace that just they get the material done just so you know it all. And then you'll take a final exam for the class and then you'll take the final for the AP. And I remember that my AP macroeconomics teacher, I did not get along well with him. He, I had him for in like sophomore year of high school for history. And I honestly was just a, such a bad student. I didn't do any of my homeworks in high school. I skipped out on them. And I, it was like I just said, I hate history. So I was just not interested in doing their homeworks. I was not interested in reading the textbook. It was just not, you know, not a good time. And I, I wish I did something better because I got yelled at by my parents a lot for that one. I would tell you. But I didn't get along with him already, and he didn't really like me in macroeconomics. I remember there was one day 
that I, a side story, uh, I showed up and I was really sick this week. I had food poisoning and um, I was throwing up and I was at a macroeconomics test in the week. So I gathered myself together and I decided to, you know, go to school, take the test and just kind of, you know, tough it out. And on my way to school, I was going through one of the neighborhoods to get there and I was making a turn. And as I was making that turn, my car started shaking. The wheels started shaking and all of a sudden the power steering started turning up and it gave me, it came really hard to turn my car. And I managed to turn it into the, um, into a side street by some houses and park it uh, on the side road. But my car, as I opened up the hood, the belt on the car exploded and it was everywhere. It was on the street. It was in my engine. It was all over the place. And I was like probably 10 minutes from school starting. Now, I, I was right down the road though. So I began walking to school. First, I called my parents, asked what I should do. I left a car there. We're going to get a tow for later. So I got the car and I began walking to school. And obviously it took me longer than what I, it would take to drive. So I showed up like two minutes late for my macroeconomics test. And he was like, nope, not taking the test. You're not taking it. You're going to have to take a different one. And I remember the one that he made me take, he made me stay after school. I was two minutes late to it. It was ridiculous. But I, he made me take it after school. And the one that he made me take after school was so much harder than the one that he made me, that everyone else has taken. I took it and I compared it between them. And somehow I did really well. I did not study for that test. I didn't do anything for that test. I, somehow I did really well on that. And I was impressed. That was the best grade I think I got all year. So good for me on that one. I'm going to pat myself on the back. But anyways, everything that we did in that class was just leading up to the AP exam, and it was really kind of stressful in that aspect. And then right before the AP exams, he went around and asked, what score do you honestly think you're going to get on this AP exam? And everyone went around, and they were like, I'm getting a four. I'm getting a five. I, I think I might get a three. You know, people were saying, I'm four, five, five, four, four, and it gets to me. And I go... I'm going to be completely honest to you. And I said this exactly. I said, I'm going to be completely honest to you. I think I'm going to get a two. And he goes, you know what? Thank you for being honest. And I, I literally thought I was going to get a two, like two at most. I was, I wouldn't be surprised if I got a one on that test. I show up for the test on exam day and I managed to get like a four or a three or a four, something like that. I, it's been a while, but I managed to get a, a score that was after the transfer credit. And he was very surprised. People that were saying they were going to five or going two, it's a hard test. And the same thing happened with AP government and politics. I ended up getting like a four or five in that test. And I thought I was going to get a two. I told him I was going to get a two. And he was like, thank you for being honest. Same exact thing. But the whole thing of that class was just to pass the AP exam. And once you took the AP exam, which wasn't, was a little before graduation, stuff like that, and a little before the school end, you would do nothing in that class. You'd sit there and you'd just talk. You'd do like extra, extra work, whatever you needed to do. In the college-sponsored courses, it's more of learning the material that is important to the professor and slash the teacher. They want you to get an understanding for the topic and they want to test you and make sure that you know the material because they don't have a final exam like the AP from the college board that's set in stone from this material and they have to get all the material in. The final exam is a final exam that's created by the by the college or the, or the professor. So they just could put, you know, whatever, make sure that people are understanding the material. And that was the whole point of taking a college course in high school was to make sure that you know the material and get a head start on material and have a, an advantage when you're in college. So you get better grades, get a 4.0, as close to the 4.0 as you possibly can, get those A's in classes and just have an enjoyable experience in high school. That's the whole point of taking an AP or 
college-sponsored course. The benefit that people look into is that taking APs give you college credits, and that's what people get stuck on, is that those college credits, like my AP macro class, it transferred in some, like, some business credit. It didn't even transfer in some macroeconomics. I, I had to, if I had to take macroeconomics in college, I would have had to take macroeconomics all over again. But luckily, I'm a biology major, so I don't have to do that. If I took AP biology in, in, uh, in college and high school, I wouldn't, I would still take bio 101 because it's not the same thing. AP biology is its own little thing, its own little subsection. And I think it's a little overrated. One of the best things I think I did was taking the EMT course, and I have a, a blog on this, but from the EMT course, I got five credits from it. It didn't transfer in as anything. It, it was because it's an EMT course, but that, that doesn't transfer in for a college course. But they, it was a five tra uh, credit transferable uh, you know, class that I took. And I was able to get five credits. And that just added on to like the classes I didn't have to take. I could graduate earlier. I could save money. Things like that is what I'm talking about. If you want to take an AP biology course, go right ahead. But it's not going to take away a college course that you have to take and make your uh, college uh, experience shorter. It's just going to give you a benefit of like learning the material and you're going to have to study a little less probably for one semester of college. So don't go to AP and think, oh, I'm getting this huge head start because no one's getting this huge head start. The only way you do that is if you start studying way before high, uh, college and you start going in textbooks and textbooks and textbooks because you go through a textbook every semester for every single class and it is a lot of material. It's more material than you think. The rigor is very hard, and AP courses do not match that. And that's why I'm happy that AP courses do not transfer directly in, because people will be skipping classes that are very important to the foundation of their major or other, um, you know, other electives, and they'd be going on to courses and not having a full understanding of what's happening, and it would just not benefit anyone. So I'm very happy about that. If my final opinion on APs is that they're a little overrated, if you want to take them to um, just learn extra material. That's the reason I would take it. If you want to take a, a course outside of your intended major, I highly recommend that because you're still in high school. You have a lot to learn still, and you don't know what you like, to be honest. You know, how many courses did you just take English, math, blah, 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 all these, all these things, history in high school. You don't know what you like, really. So take something outside. And if you pass the exam, you do well in it, you know, you just get college credits anyways, and you might just have to take one last class. But it's not going to transfer uh, something out of your biology or, or, uh, or major study. So that's my opinion on it. Um, if you have any questions, you know, you can message us at contact at mybiologyexperience.com. And, you know, I hope you guys have a great day. And, you know, let's keep connecting uh, the biology community. You can head over to mybiologyexperience.com. You can subscribe and we'll send uh, emails. We uh, post every Tuesday and Thursday our blogs on the website, but the uh, podcasts do come out later, uh, usually like a week after, uh, just because of the delay and everything. So get a head start and get one, be one of those first people to read the blog. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the day. Thank you.